Do you have any tickets for the shuttle? Listen, all you New Yorkers. The reason I live in New York City is because it's the loudest city on the planet Earth. So loud, I never have to listen to any of the shit that's going on in my head. Yankees suck! Yankees suck! Three-run home run for Bucky Tim. The Yankees now lead it by a score three to two. The Red Sox never let you down. How do you like them apples? Yeah, I like them. Like them a lot. Like uh, this time of year, it's. Uh, I don't want to hear about what I should and should not like from you. From the likes of you. Tough <sighs> week for you, bud. In car- tough, in- tough week. I don't. Why do you say that? Well, we had a little Red Sox Yankee series at its finest, I'm and it didn't mind, turn out so well for you. Was that even this week? I don't even remember. That was. That was. Oh, man, I'm, you I'm, are. I'm a man of many cultures, talents, tastes, and preferences, and there's a lot going on in my life. And you know what? Not everything in my life revolves around mm. the Yankees and the Red Sox. You know, speaking of tastes, I should, I should yeah. just warn you that I'm not going to be at my finest right now because oh, I have God. just, I have just returned from a hibachi dinner. <laughs> if anybody knows what I tend to do at hibachi dinners, tends to get out of hand fairly quickly, and it basically means I am. And you know, I, you know what I'm talking about, right? The like the Benihana style dinners, right? You can go. I think you can go any place on the planet Earth. I was just. This is not a joke. I I was just in uh, Jamaica, humble brag, and um, we went to uh, one of the restaurants in the in the resort was the. <laughs> the hibachi style and it was exactly the it's same as it was it's, it's, it's everywhere they, this, they right. throw the same shrimp jokes. in your mouth they yeah right, they they, yep. they you know they have this statue that pees on your food they have everything yeah, is yeah, yeah. exactly the same yeah but and you know what's actually oh, some, go ahead go ahead you tell me no, no, no. i was well, gonna well. say i was gonna say hibachi is one of these things that you know how some things are so overrated they run i think hibachi is so overrated it's underrated in other words I like a good hibachi. What's wrong with hibachi? The food's usually good. Here's the you problem. Get a, it, and it's not a problem. Like the food is good. I, in fact, yeah. hibachi shrimp Solid. is definitely on my top 10 and healthy pleasures. And healthy. In, nah. yeah. The problem What's is you about? walk out. I mean, I don't know about you, but I walk out of a Benihana dinner with three distinct problems. I am bloated. We get, I am dehydrated. I am I am dehydrated and I'm I'm full and it's 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 sort of like there's there's even more I'm kind of vaguely nauseous afterwards <laughs> no I really am I mean I love it I love it going down oh no that's it and the third thing and you know yeah. this you stink you, you smell reek. like onion yeah I mean, a little bit whatever the grill reeks of and I am okay. I'm I'm just feeling it so you're going to have to carry the show today. Are you going to like hibachi in like Queens or something? Are you going to some like <laughs> No. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's my whenever good. it's my my son is going away for the summer actually, which is kind yeah, of exciting. Yeah, he's he's right. working at a summer camp and we always tell our kids if they're going away, they we they get to choose a restaurant to go to dinner and for some god knows reason even though he's 17 years old, 
he's still picking, you know, hibachi meals, even though I think we calculated we've been to this local hibachi place about 40 to 50 times since we moved to mm-hmm. this restaurant. I mean, it's these people just take our money and I get God, bloated, God stinky and, and, and nauseous. It's perfect. But I love was it. Jacob happy? Was he He's happy? very happy. Very happy. Right. He has those Japanese sodas with the marble in it. You know what I'm talking about? No, I have not sampled. They sound interesting. Yeah, it's not that good. But no. you, and it's the it's the silliest thing. It's it's a bottle of soda that you press mm. a cap on top, and then a marble pops down into this chamber. Mm-hmm. But that's it. You can't get the marble. You don't play with the marble. It the marble doesn't go anywhere. Not, it just sits there. Not edible. It's a it's tease. It, it's it's a tease. correct. Anyway, I'm surprised so no one has choked, choked on the marble already. Nope. By the way, welcome, welcome to the shuttle. This is a Thank record. Five, five minutes into the show, we're still babbling about complete nonsense. But by the way, I thought about this recently. What if you, what if you were going away to, to work at a summer camp? What, what would your last meal be? Ooh, that's a tough you know? one. Because you know, it's weird, as a, as a grown-up, like, in theory, we can do this whenever we want. I feel like it's, well, it's the old, like, Elaine Bennis thing. It's like when you're a kid going out to dinner as a treat. When you're old, it's like, you know, just hurry up as long as we don't have to wait for a table and, you know, strap me down and slop the food into my mouth. But if you but, know you weren't going to go out for eight weeks, it well, takes right, so what would yours be? What would yours be? You know what's kind of funny? I feel like, and I'm going to sound like a simpleton here, but... The worst food at camp, mm-hmm. for anybody who's ever been to a day or sleepaway camp, is mm-hmm. pizza. They can't do pizza mm-hmm. right at yeah, camp. Yeah, you're right. It comes out too, bre- too square. First of all, square, which for some reason yeah, makes that it taste never good. Works. That never and, works. And, and bready. It, it's really sort of like glorified Elio's pizza, which Elio's is, <laughs> shouldn't even be called right. pizza. And, and it's bad cheese yeah. that just sits there yeah. in a white glob on top. It doesn't actually get like, you know, that nice brand. I would, I would go out for a pizza, like a good, solid wow. pizza. I know. Simple, right? Not no, I'm saying even now as a as a grown up. Let's say you were going away to the. This is this is your answer. Like you say, you're going to some grown up version of camp. Like you're going to the Peace Corps or something, which you'd last like two days. But you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't go. That, it, would you pick pizza? I mean, that's not a bad choice. I mean, a nice pizza. Yeah. I like the I like the pizza. I don't. We may have even talked about it before on the show. The the one from New Jersey, the uh, uh, Uncle Peppy's. No, Peppy. Peppy's. No, that's not New Jersey. Right. How dare you? That's Connecticut. That's my state. Frank Peppy, right? Frank Peppy. It's that right. is Connecticut okay. New Haven pizza. Wow, sensational! Connecticut pride swells in the heart of a New York kid. We have very few memorable traits here in Connecticut, but you got to give Did, us pizza. Just give us that. Sure, you sprinkle nutmeg on everything now. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay, I like Frank Peppy. It's very good. Welcome addition to Massachusetts. We welcome you. Oh, you're 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 so kind yeah. to take us. You're taking all of our. You're taking all of our corporations, so you might as well take our pizza, too. Are we? Yeah, that's true. Well, it's a long story, but you took GE from us, and it just killed us. Oh, yeah. Somebody said that to me recently at a networking thing, and I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Jeez, anyway, whatever. welcome to the shuttle, anyway, everyone. Welcome to the shuttle. New York, I'm Dave Boston. From yep, I'm Mike from Mike. New York. Very yes, excited to, uh, to be here. And again, I'm very excited to be talking to you because it's our following our second Red Sox-Yankee series of the season and the first series right. was truncated if you remember well if you remember beforehand we realized that out. 10 years over 10 years somehow the yankees and red sox had played to literally a tie mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We took the first two games of the series from you and then played again this past week in the Bronx and went two and one. Two wins Yankees, one win Red Sox. We are up four on you, sir. And it feels even bigger than that. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Alexa, what was the last time the Yankees won the World Series? <laughs> Hold on. See if she's awake. Hmm, I'm not sure. See, uh, she doesn't even remember. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, man. I, you, I don't. I don't know how, how much attention are you placing on the Yankees right now. Do you know what's been going on lately? I know the Yankees are in first place, and everyone's very cool. excited. And, and uh, it, it, that has resulted in uh, the swell of attendance that leaves wide swaths of uh, fans disguised as empty seats in Yankee Stadium. It's embarrassing. <laughs> they still man. can't. They still can't. The, the 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 expensive seats. They just people don't show up. It's bizarre. I don't get it. Yeah, they, they've got forty-five thousand people coming to the stadium, but they're not the ones paying a thousand dollars a seat, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah. So we look like idiots. This on is TV. what it's come to. I know, I know. But so, yeah. But we, so we, yeah. we literally we lost to you guys in the first game because Tanaka stunk and continues to stink. Although he pitched well last night, but then we won. We beat you eight nothing, nine one. Then went to Baltimore and won eight to two, sixteen to three, and fourteen to three. I mean, we have been. Dominant, and you know who's leading that charge, of course. Yes, nipple erection, Aaron Judge. That is, that's, yeah. that's exactly right. They're still so, as erect as they were three weeks ago. It's unbelievable. Yours or his or both? I'm getting well, confused. I don't know about his. Mine certainly are. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. So this is I, – I really think you have a chance to become the, the next, you know, 1980s Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, you know – Cecil Cooper and Ben Ogilvy and no, all those no, sluggers. No, 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 no. Beating no, up, beating no, up no. on everybody, sixteen to three. Who cares about pitching? You oh, know? oh, really? No, because yeah. here's the problem. Here's the problem. I want you to go. We're not going to play this stat fest here. But the reason why the New York Yankees, no, for some god knows reason, are phenomenal is that we're leading the league in runs scored, and we're leading the league in ERA, which makes no sense because our pitching staff has no ace. The ace on our staff is Masahiro Tanaka, and he sucks. And yet here we are. I don't get it. Is, is that is that the expression, by the way? God knows reason. Like God knows. Like yeah. Why is, is it that, God? Is God it God's nose? Maybe it's uh, God's nose. God knows. <laughs> I think it's God. Uh, what is that? You know what? I've never known that expression either. I'm not even joking. God, from from some God unknown reason? Is from that what God the expression knows is? Because he's the only one who knows. That's the point. You know, uh, Alexa, Alexa, hold on. We'll ask you. Alexa, what's the expression God unknown reason? <laughs> She's not going to know. Sorry. I'm not sure about that. All right. You're useless. Jeez. All right. Alexa, Alexa, what's the score of the Red Sox game? Right now, the Red Sox are tied with the Phillies. Three to oh. three at the top of the seventh. Oh. The Phillies, the horrible Philadelphia Phillies. I think a last well, place team in those Phillies. Yeah. Mm. Well, I can tell you what. I, yeah, I know you guys are all excited. First place and all that. Overachieving. We really are. We um, really are. I um. It's Aaron Judge. Well, we, honestly, it's Aaron Judge hysteria. Yeah. But it's and I mean it's he's a he, have you seen much of him just off the field? He's he's a likable guy. My um, son, Griffin, reported dutifully to me. He saw a very entertaining segment on, uh, was it Fallon? I think it was Fallon. I think it was Fallon, who, yep. Who had him, you know the bit I'm talking about where a yep. judge is uh, out in public um, 
pretending to be some anonymous reporter asking people about Aaron Judge. Yes, I've heard he's he's uh, quite a, <laughs> a nice a nice young man. Good, good for Aaron Judge. He's a nice hilarious. boy. Have you the seen that Aaron Judge? Oh, he's a nice boy. He's a try nice to, boy. Try to go look at the highlights a couple of days ago. I don't know if you heard, but he hit. He had a game where he had two home runs. The first one was the longest home run measured by ESPN since they started measuring home runs, which is kind of crazy. He hits another one later in the game, and it was great. The dugout froze him out. Have you ever seen that before? The silent treatment, of course. So he comes back to the dugout. They're just not paying attention. So he just starts high-fiving people, even though they're not high-fiving him. He's, mm-hmm. he's literally just batting people in the chest. And then finally, he realizes what's going on. He turns around and he high fives the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great. And that's, <laughs> and that's why he's the greatest guy ever. He he's awesome. Yeah, that's fine. That's you're, fine. You're jealous. That's fine. You're that's jealous. Very nice. This guy. I don't care. I don't care. You yes. should care. And let me tell you, I'm going to tell you why. You know what? One more thing. Aaron, Aaron Judge is the, is, is the baseball's version of Bill Brasky. To Bill Brasky, he's eight foot tall, and he craps razor blades. Aaron Judge, don't you? I heard, so? I heard Aaron Judge ate ate steaks at a New York steakhouse, then went out back and ate the rest of the cow. Let's Aaron Judge, say okay. for a minute, you bury your ridiculous derision of all things Yankee, right? Sorry, everyone's laughing at my joke. He's a he's a huge guy, right? He's a huge guy. And you don't Physically. see guys like him play baseball very often, right? Well, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, if, uh, because they're all playing football? No, it's not well, that. Actually. Well, I mean, he could be, he no, could be a linebacker no. at this point. But, I mean, maybe if this guy's success sustains. They're playing basketball. A guy, kid, a guy with his body, Seriously. I think they're playing basketball. Yeah. Or football. I mean, he's 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 got to weigh like 270 or something. I don't, I don't know how much he weighs, but... Maybe some of these bigger guys might actually see his success, see him become a superstar if it actually happens. It's a little early. And maybe the sport starts pulling in more of those types of athletes. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm willing to admit he might be the next Bob Horner. I'm just saying. I don't, I'm willing to go there. You just can't. Right, you said just it. can't admire the success he of a likable New York Yankee. Joe you just can't handle it. The next Joe Charbonneau. Um, you know, I yeah. And you know, no, listen, he's awesome. Obviously, I'd be excited too. Um, I don't know. I mean, we like I. I don't want to say I don't care at this point, but um, but you, you're mean, telling you're, me you're a, that you didn't a, you lost two of three to the Yankees, who, by the way, you were chasing, well, I don't care about that. I don't, and you didn't care. I don't care about them. That's that's unbelievable no, like, to me. No, like if like it pains me when, if when I, we lost I, the first game. In that series, Just, I was depressed for the entire day. I'm not kidding. Listen, calm down. Have a cream soda, okay? You, you gotta, it, it's it, it's it really. Um, you're a smart baseball fan, haven't haven't you? Develop. I feel like I've developed this sort of um, you know emotional callus uh, over my my rooting back and forth, and maybe it's because you know I think we're spoiled uh, and I and you know the Sox that, that is one true. as recently as 2013 I mean I don't know I, I just I try to enjoy it but d- d- but also don't you feel like you learn like you learn like when we were 10 yeah I, I would have I'd like would want to like jump off a bridge every like every time the Red Sox lost to the Yankees but um you know it's 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 we're still in June we're not even halfway at the halfway point and it's like okay there's another game the Red Sox yeah. play the Yankees 
typically like 92 times per year or whatever it is. And so they'll be back. And I don't know. And, and plus, as long as, as, I mean, as long as we're within shouting distance, there's nothing no, happening. No, it's, it's in terms not of over. The, you guys are four games back yeah. as of, as of tonight, but I know I will say this. And I think the reason why I'm amped up is I'm not kidding. I don't, I haven't seen a Yankee team play this well since 98. I'm dead serious. And I know it's a short it's a short thing and we I know we won the World Series in 2009. These guys look great almost top to bottom. And I know that <laughs> I know what's going to happen. They're just going to rip my lungs out in July. And this whole podcast is going to turn into a friggin' sob fest crying why have they done this to me? You're going to mock me. And the Red Sox are going to win the fucking World Series. I know it. No, it's, so just it's, give me the goddamn moment. It's even you can have it. You got it. Muscle tough. I, I, I mean, I just I think um, uh, it's worse than you describe because I'm saving all this audio and there's going to be all this great clips of you going. I haven't seen him play this great. Just, it, re- it reminds me of the time your uh, your buddy there, the guy who lives in your town, Mike. Uh, which Mike do you live with? Mike Silver. Greenberg. What's his name? Mike Greenberg. Uh, Mike Greenberg. It reminds me of the time Mike Greenberg on like opening day after the Jets in, oh. in, in recent years. The Jets had this like imp- very impressive opening day win and def- a great defensive performance. And Mike Greenberg says, this is the best defense in the history of the NFL. And he's screaming it. And uh, it's like, oh, God, pump the brakes. And, and they have the tape to prove it and mock him. And, and this points out the fact that you you have all control in this podcast. I don't know if the listeners understand that you run the board. I have no clips. I have. I just turned his mic off, everybody. So uh, just to prove a point, he's right. I <laughs> he's just, totally I just right. Turned, uh, yeah, I have no control, and now. I hate it. You can say whatever you want. I can't hold you to that. Someday I will regain control over you. It is true. Fear the day. You will rue huh? the day when Michael Wolf runs the shuttle. Um, the meek shall inherit the, only, the earth. The only place, the only place you're running is to the bathroom after Hibachi. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all night. You're, oh, whatever. Well, I speaking of bathroom, you. that's this tells you something about my life. I'm actually recording this from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm actually in a bathroom. I don't know if you can hear don't, it from the walls. Don't don't let all the listeners in on the glamorous life of the podcaster, Melton. <laughs> it's all because last time we ended up taping so late that it was past my kids' bedtime, and I was making too much noise, and they got pissed. So I've been banished to the basement bathroom. It's pathetic. But let me ask. Let me ask you this. I, I think some people, you know, you and I have have watched sports since we were, you know, I don't know. I remember my first memories as a sports fan, like eight years old. So now coming up on forty years, whatever it is, um, I think most sports fans still are, are trapped in uh, recency bias. Like it's 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 very hard. Like um, the yeah, I and need an example. I, I'm. I'm being blasé about the Red Sox trailing the Yankees at this point in the season, but if you turn on sports radio in Boston, most people I think are saying we don't have it this year. You know, David Price sucks. Oh, that's you know crazy. the Yankees, the Red the Yankees, Sox, the, and, and they're saying things like you know, like the, the, the I know, but do you know what I mean? Most most people, I mean, some have the ability just to sit back and go, "Oh, Jesus, will you relax?" Like it's it's a long, you know, 162 games. Is yeah, forever. That's, that's part so, of the, that's part of the cable universe, right? Because they have to get ratings, and they have to have 
incredibly loud opinions. So every game is life or death when you're a talking head on TV or on the radio. It's the truth. So if the Yankees lose tonight, I'm telling you, the story tomorrow is going to be, oh, the the offense is beginning to fade. This was a fluke. They better break out of this. I mean, trust me. I get it. It's it's more than just recency bias. It's it's hysteria, which let's face it, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely playing into. And it happened, you know, in the, if you watch the NBA playoffs, it's like, you know, after um well, this isn't the best example, but in the finals, you know, it was 3 it was 3 nothing. Every everybody with a brain knows the Warriors are going to win. And the the Cavs win one game, and then the angle becomes, well, you know what? They've got a chance. They've got a chance, you know. And all of a sudden, it's all you know turned on its head. If they could just win this next one, yeah. When really, it if was just never going to happen. A step back. Is right. this? Have you been reading any of those articles? Is this good for the NBA that you've got? I would love the to hear your opinion. The, the Warriors and the Lakers. Excuse me. The Warriors and the in Cleveland. I I don't know. I I think a resounding no. I say it's um. Well, my quick take is I'm okay. I'm sort of okay right now. Like they've so now they've won two out of three. They I mean, probably should have won than three out of you, three. You you would have been there. Is this different than Boston Lakers? You know, back in 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 the seventies. Well, I say yes because um, it's not even the seventies. The eighties. You know, what am I talking about? Well, right in the eighties. Yeah. So the the Celtics. You know, they want for as great as those teams were. They only won. I, I say only. I mean, we're, we were spoiled at the time. We won three championships. We won 81, 84, and 86. Okay. So, which is fantastic and nothing to complain about. And the Lakers won, I think they ended up winning as many as five over that period. Were I don't they know. Ever, but first, were they ever three years in a row in the finals against each other? Uh, Probably not. I don't, no, I don't think so. See, in fact, problem. I think they only played each other, they only played head to head twice. But here's the problem. Don't we both think that the last year, Last year's Cavs victory was uh, ver- uh, was almost a miracle, and and it was great. For and and I was shocked to see it, and happy for the city of Cleveland. Blah blah blah. But now we've got one big bully on the corner, like this huge freaking bully, monsters. And yeah, and 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 like I feel like there were no legitimate takers. Like I just heard, I just heard the Celtics are the the number three as far as Las Vegas is concerned to win the title next year. And way distant. I mean, I mean, I mean, and I'm, I'm a homer. I'd love that the Celtics have been relevant the past few years, but they have like four hall of famers potentially on the Warriors. We have none. We have like zero. Oh, like we have Knicks, a nice player in Isaiah uh, Thomas. The Knicks are right there, man. We're right on the cusp. <laughs> it's just about to happen. You can smell it. I can taste victory. I know. I taste it like this you, fucking nabachi shrimp burbling up in my this, stomach. This, <laughs> the excitement in the garden is 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 not <laughs> since since the days of Jeremy Lin, I imagine, right? Um, so, uh, oh, uh, geez, I totally forgot what I was going to say. No, we were talking about the, uh, I, 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 I actually, I don't think it's good. And I think, I think to some extent, what do you think? Yeah. At, at some point it, it becomes such a foregone conclusion that you realize the thing that you spent the entire season watching doesn't matter and didn't matter. Yeah. Everybody knew they were going to end just, up at this point, right? It just, it was a matter yeah, like, of how I, they were going to exactly. get there. Exactly. And that's and no like, I, that I, never I, happens in I, baseball. And that rarely happens in football. But for some reason, these super teams yeah. in basketball are able to sort of lock themselves in. And it's it's just not as much well, fun. Well, yeah. 
it's not like anybody broke the rules. Like I was the the Warriors. They, I was just hearing today that besides Dur- other than Durant, the stars there were all drafted, right? I think I heard that. So so you can't you can't say hey you guys cheated, but they've yeah they've got like four of the best players of, in the top ten, and it's just it's silly. And so it's funny. I think I paid attention. I mean, do you watch the NBA? Do you pay attention I, to I, it? Much less than I used to. Much less. Yeah. I got into it more this year because the Celtics are at least getting better. And uh, but looking back on the season, I think th- th- there's excitement around the NBA. But it's kind of like why? It's yeah. not like <laughs> I mean, it's I don't know because I mean, they, they market superstars like nobody's business, and people love LeBron and they love Stefan, and they you know they they even can make a star out of Draymond Green, right? But they don't. Yeah. And the other sports can't do that, but. But all of a sudden, this this idea of assembling this super team, which you just can't do in other sports, has kind of right. ruined the magic because you want to be able to watch and think anybody can win on any given day. And it doesn't seem like right. that's the case of the NBA right now. It just doesn't. That's why that's why the NFL is the is the best, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. because it really is because people like I mean, OK, so I, we're sitting up here in Titletown, Spoiledville, you know, Patriots won two out of the last three. But we didn't win for like eight years in a row. I know, but we didn't win for like eight years in a row, whatever it was. And people are still like, oh, the Patriots are always the best. But we did between whatever it was, 2005 and, and 2011, we didn't win once because uh, because it's hard. It's hard, like, it's hard to, to stay on top. And there's so much movement. And it's, it's great because it's such a complicated sport with so many people running around the field doing so many different things. I, I think that's what makes it fun, right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. So, so wait, but to get back to LeBron for one minute, I, I just, are you, are you pro or con in oh, general? I love LeBron. I think the shit that he gets is absurd. Yeah. I mean, I think he is a, he's a fantastic superstar, and I don't have any problems with his, you know, take my talents to Miami. I, I did hear that maybe now he'll leave Cleveland and try to form his own super group. You know what I mean? But I, I don't. I mean, I don't have a problem with him. I think he's. I mean, just the fact that he's such a master machine passing the ball and getting assists and stuff like that. It, it, and I know he's chasing stats to some extent, but I think he's, I think, I don't, do you have an issue with him? It sounds like you do. I hate him. I oh have a list my of God. I hate, I, okay. So hold on. <laughs> don't, oh my God, me. Uh, <laughs> uh, first off, he's, he's, I have a lot of deep thoughts about LeBron. I think um, um, he um, is an amazing talent a singular talent like almost like the best one-on-one basketball player maybe not almost get rid of the almost i imagine he is the best one-on-one basketball player in the history of this sport all the way back to dr james naismith and the and the peach basket because he 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 just can't be stopped in the open court one-on-one right, right? correct so so but my my quibble with him is, and that has taken him so so because of that I cannot deny he's an amazing talent and he's an amazing player and he and I can't say he hasn't won championships because he has and he's even won championships he wasn't supposed to win so you got it you got all that but I right. think if so he what, had a what little, more can he do all right so why uh, do people well, want to turn him into no, Barry Bonds people want to turn him into into Barry Bonds shutting his mics off shutting his his mics off now everybody oh, everybody breathe. <gasps> Okay. All right. I let him back. All right. Yeah. He is Barry Bonds. He is Barry Bonds. I'll t- he's Barry Bonds and he's A-Rod. And, I'll, and this is why. Okay. 
His default move is bullying his way to the hoop and imposing his presence on everyone. He is, to me, the classic big brother realizing that little brother might actually beat him in one-on-one. So I'm going to plow you down and go right to the hoop because I think, because I know that I can do that. I, I, that he, he also is so much less of a conductor than he could be. And by that, I mean, like I'm getting really uh, uh, philosophical here, like a conductor of an orchestra, right? Who is talented because of the way he can bring everyone together to create something great. I think he ha- he is just average at that, at that particular skill. Do you see what I'm saying? Like he, is he known as someone who lifts up his teammates? Is he known as someone who blends in? Like Bird and Magic were known for that. Like, they were great, but they were great within the fabric of their team, within the flow of the game, you know, lifting everyone up on the court, right? Um, and I think LeBron doesn't do that. And I, I just think, think he, he comes pretty damn close. Pretty close. Yeah. 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 I think he could be doing more. And then the other thing is just, it's an intangible thing. It's just, he's just not comfortable in his own skin. And like, the, the moment I would refer to would be, there was a game when he was on the Heat, and they were on uh, like some kind of playoff, probably a championship run. And I don't remember what game it was, but as it happened, uh, Cam Newton happened to be like in the front row of the of the stands, right? Okay, so the the Heat are on some run, and the fans are going crazy, and there's a break in the action, like a timeout. They start to come off the court, and Dwayne Wade looks right at Cam Newton and puts his his fingers together in his chest and pulls apart as if he's doing the Superman pose that Cam Newton does, right? And then LeBron is right behind Dwayne Wade, sees what he's doing, and just repeats the exact same thing Dwayne Wade does. <laughs> he definitely like, has hey, his boys, too. right? Me he has too. his boys. I agree with that. I he's, get that. But last so, year to me, last year negates your entire argument. All right, so... Uh, well, we're not going to talk about basketball of... too much here because honestly, I'm not going to portray myself as some expert. But I, just, but I have but to say, I've never sorry, understood the venom directed towards LeBron James. Okay, so forget venom. I just this, this is an important question. Okay, you got you got take Tiger Woods at his in his prime. Forget this recent nonsense, right? Tiger Woods in his prime, right? Um, a, a marvel to watch, right? A, uh, an amazing talent, top of his game. Um, Versus LeBron James, top Dave. of his game. And just tell me how LeBron is is just as good as Tiger in a team sport versus an individual sport. I'm, I think I'm not explaining this well, but do you see where I'm going with this? You there? Yeah. What, what, what right, my, my, my connection just cut out. Oh, I, did, I, think we need I, to, I, need, I think we need to wrap this up uh, in this segment because it I'm looks out. like my computer's uh, starting to flake out on us. All right, let's. Get... Oh my God, Milt died, everybody. No, he didn't really die, but um, something happened, and uh, flying solo. You know what? We're gonna go to a break. Poor Milt out there uh, in La La Land, and I promise you, he will return, and the shuttle will return. So uh, we will talk to you in a moment on the shuttle, Milt. Don't die, E.T. I'm here for you, buddy. I'll be back. I'll be right back. (laughs) 
on the shuttle, kids. Technical problems How eliminated. <laughs> Somehow, um, Milt is recording in a uh, a uh, bathroom. It's it's like you're in a, a bunker, you know, uh, hiding from your enemies. And um, I'm working the eight track the eight track tape system here. Right. We have to use what limited technology we have. A little bit of duct tape and a few paper clips and some tinfoil, and you're good to go. Welcome back to the shuttle. It's uh, Dave from Boston here alongside uh, Mike from New York. And as I, as I understand it, we have a special guest. We do. For, for, first unusual. guest ever on the shuttle. First yeah. guest. And it's a high-profile guest. I want everybody to uh, briefly yes. welcome my son, Jacob. All right. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? Jacob, I want to welcome you to the shuttle. You're the first passenger on the shuttle. I mean, we are the pilots, and you're the first passenger. Welcome aboard. I am honored. Well, and there's a reason why I've invited Jacob with us, because as as most of you know, um, we usually in the second half of the shuttle discuss uh, some of the things that Dave and I are watching and listening to and engaging in in terms of popular culture. It's it's probably the most popular portion of our podcast. Would Would you agree, Dave? I would agree. And just we do it. The one ground rule is non-porn. We, no we deal porn. with that. No we porn. deal with that in a separate unpublished podcast, which lasts about six hours. Exactly. With, with uh, deep faith. Right. It's, it's very hidden in the deep uh, buried the deep, treasure of the Internet. Yeah. The underbelly. Yes. OK. So, reason, yes. So, yeah. The reason why I brought Jacob here is that we actually uh, engaged in a bit of pop culture consumption together this past weekend. Um, we ended up seeing a film called, and you may not have heard of this, it's called Wonder Woman. <laughs> In there, Dave? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little indie flick, right? <laughs> a little indie flick called Wonder Woman. Yeah. Underground I haven't seen film, it yet, by the way. Underground, independent film. Yeah. And uh, I thought it'd be interesting to hear uh, the different perspectives. You have not seen it yet, right? No. However, my son, my, son, my son Adrian has seen it. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, we should have brought Adrian. him on board. But here, I, let me, I, I think what right. I'd like to do, with your permission, is to uh, let Jacob talk a little bit about how he felt about the film. Jake, here, why don't you take a seat here? Uh, okay, wow. cool. Hi. Welcome, Jake. Jake, t- t- tell me. Nice to have you on the show. What, did, what did you think of Wonder Woman? Um, I actually, I really liked it. Um, yeah. I like to think I'm a cinephile, like I... I like films, I guess, and I overtalk them, and I'm I'm really critical, but I actually really like the film, especially because... So let me... Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jake. You are uh, a man of how many years? I am 17 years of age. 17 years of age, okay. And so that, that makes you a senior in high school, right? Uh, I actually just graduated from junior year. Congratulations. Wait, I gotta have some sound effect for that. Uh, I'll get a better one next week. Sorry. Um, so, but I guess my first question is, um, in terms of the comic book genre, like it, we, it, as an old guy, I feel like uh, every other movie is like another Spider-Man, Batman, or another iteration of an old comic book uh, hero. Have Have you enjoyed those movies? Or are you a guy who likes these kind of movies, or yes, or not necessarily, or what? Um, I love a good comic book movie. Unfortunately, as of late, there have been a distinct lack of quality comic yeah. book movies, in my opinion. As of like, give me give me an example of a good one. Like, what's what's the um, The Dark Knight oh, yeah. Rises and The Dark Knight 
are two of my favorite superhero movies other all right so that's the christian bale version of batman is that I'm right pretty sure but what really made it for me was yeah. uh heath ledger oh sure okay yeah so but the, yeah he was he was uh unbelievable um Mm-hmm. Somehow he wasn't around to collect the uh, awards. Oh my god, terrible joke. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so right. So go. So uh, okay. So so I'm with you on that one. By the way, fine fine movie. Uh, Heath Ledger was an unbelievable Joker. And so now here we are at Wonder Woman. So yes, give us give us your uh, give us your 60 second review of the film. Um, okay, I guess I really liked it. The main character. Um, Wonder Woman was very believable, predictable, but believable. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep, yeah, my my dad was like that throughout the entire film, and after the film, and in the car and, ride uh, home, and at dinner that night. Let's just say he was <laughs> he was very into uh, the actress who played Wonder Woman. And she and to boot, she's she's a she's of the Jewish persuasion, right? Well, I actually mm-hmm. don't know that she's an Israeli. She's Israeli. An Israeli. I would assume she's Jewish, but who knows? She's I guess gorgeous. she is gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. um, Chris Pine. I'm a fan of him, and he was very good in the sure. film. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It discussed relevant themes. It did it in a good way, discussing human nature. And no, hold on, hold on. I get. I'm sorry, Jake. I'm taking you off your train of thought. I apologize, but I keep. I get. I get the Chris's mixed up along with the. Yes. A lot of these guys. They, they mocked us on SNL recently. Um, <laughs> with, uh, and and very appropriately, he's the guy who was. Whom? Who? Who? What was his previous uh, most Captain, famous role? Captain Kirk. My dad's not. Oh, Captain yes. Kirk. Yeah, Captain. and some of the. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he was not Cap- Captain America. Is the Chris guy Evans. from Boston, Chris Evans? Okay. Then he, this Thor. guy. This guy. Hey, Milt. This guy knows his stuff. Well, you're you're not needed anymore. You can yeah. see yourself out. Chris okay. Hemsworth, according. Yeah, Dad. Oh, Hem- no, Hemsworth is the Australian guy. Thor. Right? He's Thor. He's Thor. Okay. All right. That's three Chris's. And there's another one. Anyway. Um, so that, Jake, here, scoot over a little bit. But So he really enjoyed the film. and Put Jake back on, by the way. He wants to go back on. Hold on. I got booted oh. again. You go back. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Well, oh, oh, okay. Well, he was only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. It's, it's logistically very difficult for us to switch We're position. We're in a bathroom. We're in a bathroom. <laughs> I'm Doesn't in a corner. Make- <laughs> I'm only going to do it three more times. Three more yep. times. <laughs> no, okay, so J- Jake, you're still on, right? Are you still I am on? still on. All right, g- g- still give us where it places in the pantheon of comic book uh, movies. Is it top five? Is it uh, Where is it? For me, personally, I'm going to say it's top five. I mean, my span is limited. I like funny movies that also are very good. But yes, this is definitely one of the top five superhero movies i've seen in a so while. so and so i have a barometer what what is your favorite movie of all time of any genre oh of any genre favorite movie silver linings playbook oh excellent excellent choice yeah mm-hmm. chris cooper i mean uh, not chris cooper uh bradley cooper yes yes very good all right you can put your father back on and go on to doing more fun things and stop being embarrassed <laughs> by your lame old dad so that's that the reason why i wanted to have jacob's perspective on this is I was watching the movie with him, and, and I definitely enjoyed it. But well, you're playing the crickets, but that's sort of the point a little bit. No, I'm when was the last time Go you ahead. saw a superhero yeah. movie? Uh, 
I, uh, I've seen many of them. I've, I saw um, the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I fell asleep about two thirds of the way through. But yeah. um, I, I think, and and that one, um, uh, I think some of these movies try too hard. And I've heard this one doesn't, which I'm 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 actually excited to see it. Like, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? You the first one no. or the second one? The second one. No. Although my, okay. my Jacob did, and he he liked it a lot. You liked Guardians of the Galaxy too, didn't you? Yeah, it does what it does well. Yeah, he liked it. He liked it. It's but just I'm just it, tired it, of it, man. So it, I'm watching it, I'm watching yeah. Wonder Woman, and I'm it was the it was the weirdest experience because I'm watching it, saying to myself, "This is a good superhero movie." Like I, okay. I it was I was conscious of it, and yet I didn't I wasn't thrilled by it. It just it was oh. I knew it was good. I bet I'm going to be with good you for the genre, but I think I've moved on, and I. Yeah. It's a sad. It's I, a sad thing. Maybe, I just don't care. Maybe it's a sign on the road that says we're that <laughs> this generation well, likes something different than we do, and because, that's why I wanted Jacob here because he had a totally different reaction. He knew it yeah. was a great superhero film, and he loved it because of that. I knew yeah. it was a good superhero film, and I didn't love it possibly because I knew the entire genre so well already that I was just bored. Well, Sad, but it's right? become, I don't even even know if it's the, it, it's the genre is trying to like, keeps trying to one up itself. Like Batman versus Superman. That yeah. thing was to me was a mess. It just, it was complicated. It was over choreographed. It was, it. I, the reviews oh, see that. So it was, they were uh, yeah. so bad that I just, I said, why bother? Just, and, that. and they, they spent, spend enough money on these movies to feed small nations for years and the fact that it doesn't come up i mean like back back in our day i mean in and even and even not even our day but like what's a good okay so it, when did it all start i mean um i guess it's been going on since the dawn of time but i'm thinking back to when we were kids like superman like the, the christopher reeve the first right. one superman was a pretty I I loved it. I don't know if it qualifies as a quote unquote great movie, but as far as like a fun superhero movie, it was everything you needed, right? I mean, the, come the on. Revival Gee, though started with, uh, the revival started with Batman when Tim Burton and Michael Keaton did Batman. That's when the superhero thing came back, and exactly. it became a thing again. And, and, and they what were did you fun. think about that? What did you think about that movie? I thought it was a blast. It was fantastic. It was yeah. everything it was supposed to be. Jack was Nicholson was freaking phenomenal, right? Yeah. Um, and then, well, and, even, and even coming, surprise you anymore. Like to me, yeah, exactly. Deadpool, how many, how many Spider-Man movies do we need? That's I what I want to know. Movies. How many do we need? I know. <laughs> Deadpool was enjoyable because it was a surprise. It was this, different. It was a twist. Yeah, I agree different. with that one. Yeah. Wonder Woman was expertly made, interesting to look at. You know, great I'm actors and characters. Yeah. And I was, I was just at some point, you just, you've been there, done that, and it was a. It was a shame, but but I'm not the I'm not the target market. Jacob Wolf is the target market. I and know my man loves winning. Absolutely, they're winning it. and we're losing. I get. Please don't go see the Guardians of the Galaxy. It is, <laughs> it is. I mean, it, it, let's just say the last twenty minutes are a salute to some blue guy who dies and bursts into space, and they're all crying. And I'm trying to figure out. Is that the guy from the first movie? Am I supposed to feel bad that this guy? I don't even know who this guy is. Like, and the, the little, the little mini raccoon guy, and and the and the 
and Vin Diesel collecting a million dollar paycheck for just saying I am Groot, and it's just. Um, I will say this though: the the, the Chris guy, the, uh, Chris Pine, you know, who's Captain Kirk, and he was in, yeah. in this Wonder Woman thing. You think of him as just being this jokey um, blockbuster kind of actor. Did you see Hell or High Water? Yes, enjoyed it. And he was terrific. I enjoyed I mean, it. I mean, the whole yeah. cast in that. I mean, that and was, the other guy too. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I mean, it's Jeff Bridges, but who's the 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 brother? No, no, no. The uh, yeah, I, I don't know that actor's name, but he's Ben he's Ben one. Foster, I think is his name. Yes, They're love gr- him. They were he's, great. Yes. That was a great movie. You got to love a guy who's like known for blockbusters that just comes out and and is in this phenomenal actors movie like that. I would watch a hundred Hell or High Waters over another yes. superhero movie. I really would. But here we go. Say, I just, just want to see a movie about a bank robbery, <laughs> one bank robbery after another, and get the space shit out of here. Enough of the space we're shit. Old, but I'd like to think we're old and wiser. In well, this, I'll say I'll say know. this. I don't know. Uh, on the other hand, the two star, the two most recent Star Wars movies, I thought were both phenomenal. Loved them. Yeah, um, but you know the complaints about the the first one. Was that it was basically remaking the original Star Wars just with which I had no problem with, which I had no problem with too. I loved it. I loved it. But you and I loved that because it was like a sense of nostalgia coming back. It was, and it was just brilliantly. It was just brilliantly done. It was like maybe it was like you you go you go to a diner and you get the most perfect grilled cheese sandwich and a most perfect side of fries. And what are you going to complain about? Nothing. It delivered exactly yeah. what it was supposed to deliver. And people were complaining it wasn't original. But for some reason, with that, with what was it? Uh, Force Awakens, was that the name of it? With that Force movie, Awakens. I had no problem like eating my, my Sunday and knowing right. that it was being delivered to me like somewhat cynically. I loved it anyway. Tell me you didn't get chills when Luke Skywalker turns around at the end. Uh, yeah, I knew it was Come happening. On. Somebody had told me, so they ruined it. But the uh, chills to me was went. No, no, the whole, the, it was a great movie. I'm looking forward great, to the second one. I really am. Tell me you didn't belly laugh when Chewbacca says something out in the snow to Hot Solo, and he turns around and he says, "What? You're cold." <laughs> you remember that? I don't. I don't even remember that. You don't remember that line? Oh, good yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So we got to talk about like other stuff we're consuming. Yeah. You tell me. What are you doing? Okay. Um, well, it starts and ends with this the the latest version of the Making a Murderer genre, which is the the Keepers. Have you seen this on Netflix? Oh my god! I keep. I've got it in my menu. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where I'm sitting down thinking of something to watch. I know that's a commitment, so I I, I can't get my thumb to press play. Mm-hmm. But I hear amazing things. So are you in? Well, you got. Oh yeah. Well, I'm done. Yeah. Um. So it's it's um very comparable to making a murderer in every way. In that true story, um. The, the mystery unfolds it, it, just when you think the mystery has unfolded all it can. It, there's another twist and you say, oh, my God, did this really happen? Did this re-? And all the events in question happened in the, the late six, pretty much the late 60s. You know, uh, the, the premise is um, a nun has been two women have been murdered, murdered, excuse me, including a nun. And what happened? And it turns out. Um, there's just a lot going on in these churches and religious schools and just all this stuff unfolds. And so you will, you'll, you'll binge watch it. Like you, you will, 
<laughs> once you see one episode, you want to go back. See, that's the mark of a good show. Like there are shows that are good. Like when people say, what should I binge watch? And if it's something like, oh, you should go back and binge watch like Arrested Development. Like, well, you know, it was a good show, but it's not going to like keep you glued from one to the next. This is, uh, I think, six episodes, either six or seven episodes. Oh, it's not that so, long. As soon as I thought of yeah, it. No. no, no, no. And, but is and, it also so, one of those cases that's like at the end of it? Are, is this something that's going to get revisited or is it a done deal like Shit Town was? Um. It is not going <laughs> to. They, uh, I, I, no, I read I about this. Like, like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to give. I'm not. I'm not going to give anything away. But I think it's fair to prepare you for the fact that, like making a murderer, it's a real life story, and in real life, you don't necessarily get every answer that you want. Yeah. Nevertheless, That's what nevertheless, sort of ones too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, it's funny because somebody, somebody, I heard a comment saying it's like shit town but it gives you the answers. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, awesome. And then I watched it and eh, not really, <laughs> but it's, it's still, it's, there are still some developments going on in real life, which is, it is incredible to think about because again, these murders happened in the late sixties and there's still shit people investigating and it's like, oh my God. So anyways, very, very well done. Um, right out of the making of murderer mold. If you like that, you will absolutely love this. So got go see, go watch that. The keepers, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what? How, how about you? You got anything? Well, yeah. I actually, this I want to set something up because I'm I'm going to have an experience in a couple of weeks, and I want to. I, I think it's going to be kind of interesting. But so, um, you know, the the music world's been sort of taken over by these festivals, right? And you've got uh, Coachella and yeah. Bonnaroo, and you know, here in New York, there's the. Uh, What's the one on Governor's Island? Or Gov- Governor's Ball, I think it's called, or whatever it is. Okay. These massive shows that are catering to the young, the really young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you had, last summer, you had this um, concert series that they used, they called Old Cello. It was on the site of where Coachella was. There was another yeah, name McCart- for it. McCart- McCartney, McCartney and, uh, Stones, yeah. Neil Young, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that was attracting really old people, right? So a new... They la- they're launching a new festival that's happening in California that's called um, the Arroyo Seco Weekend. And it's kind of mm-hmm. funny. I saw the lineup and I was like, oh, I got to go to that. And so I ended up making plans. I'm going out there to visit my brother-in-law. But after I had already booked the tickets, I realized I'm a sucker for marketing. Because when you read about what the founders' goals were, they said there is a gap between the truly young and the truly old and nostalgic, and they're aiming for music listeners in their 30s and 40s. And sure enough, here I am. But what I'm curious about is, you know, it's a weekend festival, and how different is it going to be? Well, it's it's a combination. The headliners are, you've got Tom Petty, who certainly would skew towards the older side, but you've also got Mumford & Sons, uh, The Shins, Weezer, uh, who else is playing? Dawes, Live, um, Lucas right. Nelson. Um, anyway, so bands that are sort of not, they, they fall between the, the cracks. And it's sort of, I, I'm wondering if there's even really a market for this music, you know? Because well, yeah. we're not, it, it's, go we're ahead. not go ahead we're just like we were talking about before, you know? Nobody cares whether we go to Wonder Woman. They care about my son, Right. That's kind of the same in the music business. They almost care about my son and they care about my dad. I'm not sure they care about me anymore. You know what I'm saying? 
All right, wait, hold on. Let's back up a minute because the the I think this has always been a thing with the. Uh, I remember uh, when I used to write columns for my old uh, employer, Laura's Weekly. I remember <laughs> I used to write about non-legal stuff when I could get away with it. And I remember th- this must have been twenty years ago when I noticed that the top like ten concert, um, you know, box office performers were were all like old. I mean, even by any standard, we're talking Madonna and we're and uh, U two and. Um, probably McCartney and in other words um uh the 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 bands and like the youngest group among the batch was like uh Dave Dave uh, Matthews right 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 and so um uh oh by the way the Yankees are playing right now Alexa what's the score of the Yankee game uh-oh right now the Yankees are tied with the Angels 0 to 0 at the bottom of the first that, she's She's good at what she does, isn't she? That she was is. a stunning update. So, um, I guess uh, what I'm saying is the the sort of concert scene is not necessarily exemplary of the music fan scene, right? So, which is, I, I imagine, why they created Coachella in the first place um, to cater to the young. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm agreeing with you that there's there's nothing in between. But I mean, kind of sounds um, like you are. I guess I guess I'm agreeing with you, but let me ask you this: What do you have any tickets for any concerts this summer? Actually, I, I do. Some. I do. I'm going to see uh, Muse, and I'm going to see um, a dual bill. The headliners, Kings of Leon, but this guy named Nathaniel Rateliff, who you and I have talked about, is opening up. He's the guy that sings that song "Son of a Bitch." You and I have talked about him. Uh, in the past. Love that. I love that, that album. That's the name? That's the artist? Nathaniel I thought that Ray was... Uh, he sings Son of a Bitch? I yeah, like that song. Yeah, that's great. Um, what are you seeing? So, um, I am seeing, uh, actually, t- <laughs> tomorrow night... It, this is this is um, one of the things... No, no, it's all, no. It, no, it's... All, yeah, it's some embarrassing, but all good stuff. Have you found that as you get older, you appreciate live music more? I mean, you've all, you, you're a music freak. Like, I don't, I don't know yeah. if you've always... Appreciated. I mean, no? there, yes. I, it depends. I, I get annoyed sometimes by stadium shows. You know, like I remember seeing Van yep. Halen a few years back, yep. and it yeah, was, I was so with distorted. You. No, no, not that one. That was uh, I saw them later after you and I saw the Sammy Hagar reunion. I saw I the David Lee Roth one. Bad. I saw they're that both, one too. They were then, all bad. Yeah, they just I don't know. It was it, it was so distorted, and you I mean, not well, that they were the, the old guys saying, "Oh, they're screaming" or whatever, but. It was almost like they weren't paying attention to the quality of the the experience as much. So I didn't. There are sometimes stadium shows bother me. I I like to see shows that are a notch down from a stadium, like a theater. You know that uh, those okay. are the shows that I like. And that's the home run. I mean, we we should enlighten our listeners that you and I used to have a fondness for a local. Uh, well, local to Philadelphia. When we went to school in Philly, Tommy Conwell and oh, the Young Rumble. Tommy and Conwell. Tommy Conwell, yeah, who is featured in, in the. <laughs> do you think he's listening? Do you think Tommy's listening? Uh, he's <laughs> Tommy, featured in the. Give us the call. He's, he's featured without permission in the intro music segment to the shuttle, so maybe he should. Um, <laughs> Tommy, let's make a deal. Um, okay. But 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 we knew his whole album, his probably his first two albums. And we loved them, and we used to go see them, and we were we were uh, you know at the Chestnut Cabaret on like 
you know, 41st Street in Philly or whatever it was. We bought him cigarettes. We bought him coffee one day. <laughs> I thought it was coffee. It was, it was coffee a cigarette. Maybe, cigarette. It was Maybe it was coffee. I, I thought know. it was coffee. Yeah. Anyway, but, and we're right up against the stage with them. And there was, there, there, I mean, that, I mean, uh, in, in a matter of speaking, that is as great as any U2 Rolling Stones concert or what, what have you, you Without can go question. to. Be a band you love. You know what I'm saying? Right you know what I'm saying. You know, and we're right. not going to get to experience that with the bands that we like now because we're not, I mean, I'm not following young new bands that, you know, are, have a local underground following. I'm sort of just, I'm beyond that, right? Which means so I'm going I found to shows that are like theaters and not. But, but what are you seeing tomorrow? I have found a couple end arounds. And if you work StubHub well enough, you can be like two summers ago, I was in like the third row for ACDC at like a hundred bucks a ticket because mm. I just watched like StubHub like a like that, a hawk. Was that with Axel or was that with uh, Brian Johnson? <laughs> Is, oh, okay. For a minute, Axel I thought was, you were, no, I, I thought you were hallucinating. Yes, I know. Yeah, I realized. No, it was with uh, Brian Johnson. It was before the Axel experiment. Um but um, but actually, to your point, I also was watching the the GNR cons, uh, tickets at the, in Foxborough and ended up in the general admission pit to see Guns N' Roses. Just because if you work the system enough, you can you can get up kind of close. I agree with you. There's no way in friggin' hell I want to be in section 307 to see Guns N' Roses or U2, whoever it is. It's like right. you might as well listen, listen to it on the radio. So who am I seeing this? So tomorrow night I'm seeing uh, Brian Adams at the, <laughs> the wow. Blue. But come on, Brian Adams. Who's by the way, I, I was shocked and somewhat disturbed to see he has a new album out because when I went to check the set list, which you can do now, right on the internet and. Um, I realized there's a lot of stuff off the new album, so a lot of bathroom breaks. Uh, so <laughs> so I'm, see, I'm seeing Brian Adams. Uh, I have tickets later in the summer to see Green Day. Very excited about that. I've seen um, excellent, obviously. Uh, yeah, and um, I scored pretty good tickets for them. And uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to see whatever version of Fleetwood Mac is happening. I think it's uh, Lindsay and... Christy. Oh yeah, the two of them. Yeah, I, I right. didn't know they were touring. Again, yeah. call me old. I would like to see those guys. But Fleetwood well, Mac is touring yeah. themselves. But they're a, they're a part of one of these old people festivals that's happening this summer. It's like mm-hmm. them and the Eagles and the Dewey Brothers and Earth Wind mm-hmm. and Fire and half these bands. The original members are dead and yet they're touring. Yeah, it's just yeah. I'm trying not to go that far over the I don't know. It's just diving to me it's it's just it's one of the joys of this time of year. I mean and if you if you search and you get creative you could like um Steven Tyler toured without Aerosmith uh, a couple that years ago. The album that he did, remember that? Well, that's right. And people thought, oh, it's, I don't want to go see him do the country album. He pl- like two thirds of the song were Aerosmith songs. Right. And, and I'll bet it was, yeah, it was, it was half the size of the crowd, right? And exactly. So you was see, in a small. You see Lindsey Buckingham and Christine McVie, you're, yep. you're basically going to get Fleetwood Mac for half the price. This is what you got to do. You got to be a smart music fan. And he, I, I got to tell you, he played Dream On. We were first row balcony. It was phenomenal. Like it was, so yeah. So there you go. I got these great Michael Jackson tickets that <laughs> I'm seeing him. You know what? Did, did you ever see him uh, live? Did you ever no, see MJ? No, that was a miss. Don't, oh, man. And you and, and I got to say, you got to see Prince, and I never uh, saw Prince, and no, I'll, I'll forever. That was but MJ, M, but, but MJ uh, 
God. I mean, you ever hear a song and just like when he breaks in with the vocals, it's like, <laughs> but it's like, it, it's almost like it, it, uh, you know, not to get too um, ethereal about it, but almost like it really was a voice from God. Like, I don't know if we'll ever hear another voice like that. Mm. You know what yeah, I mean? I still get chills with his, with his music. Yeah. The, the, the opening beats of uh, Billie Jean, you can't stop like thinking about what that meant. You know, back then and still, you know, and, and Michael uh, yeah. Jackson music does transcend time. It's, it, you know, we talked about the Beatles oh, yeah. last week. Michael, you, you play Michael Jackson music for kids today and they they like it. And I don't think they can tell you why yeah. they're almost embarrassed, but they almost always like it. You know, and there's something yeah. tr- there's something transcendent there. But anyway, so just going back to the original, I, I'll report back from the festival, find out how it feels like to live in the middle and um and we'll see uh, see how the summer concerts what? go for us. Did you have a larger point there? Like, what's the upshot of that? Like, what? You no, know, the upshot is just I think it's kind. Of, I'm I'm doing a. Uh, wait a minute! I just got texted by the way from a Yankee fan, a friend of mine, saying, "You yes. see that with a question mark?" Ask Ask uh, Alexa what's going on. Oh, okay, Alexa, what's the score of the Yankee game? We can get a live update. Speak up, Alexa. Currently, the Yankees are tied with the Angels. Zero to zero yeah. in the top <laughs> second. That was a, that's a bummer. She makes it sound so exciting. Hey, I have a random trivia question for you. How, how many, you're, a, you're the hugest Yankee fan I know. How many seasons did Joe DiMaggio play? Just oh my God. don't think, just answer. Not a clue. Uh, just don't uh, think, just 14. answer. Oh, no, wait. He missed, Alexa, he missed years, he missed years in the... Who is uh, Joe DiMaggio? Joseph Paul DiMaggio. Nicknamed Jolting Joe and the Yankee Clipper, was an American Major League Baseball <laughs> center fielder who played his entire 13-year career for 13 the- years. Oh, almost now. You, were cl- you say 14? Yeah, I said 14. I, I would have said eight. He only played 13 no, but, years. But it was because of the war. He missed years uh, during World War II. Same with Williams. But I think Williams played more. Alexa, who is Ted Williams? Theodore Samuel Williams was an American <laughs> professional baseball player and manager. Theodore. Yeah? Oh, that's it. What that's the it. Hell? Come on. <laughs> Alexa loves the Yankees. <laughs> Clearly, Alexa is a Yankee fan. Yeah, ask her. Ask her if she's a Yankee fan. Alexa, do you like the Yankees? I don't have an opinion on that. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> wow. She's hiding. She's hiding. You know what? Alexa, aside for crying out loud. That's actually probably a good note to end on, isn't it? All right, she's still. Oh, I think she heard you. All right, so um, uh, all right, are we dead weight here? You yeah, got anything else? Uh, have you been wa- I, I just 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 in the last uh, sixty seconds? Are you watching uh, Better Call Saul? No, no. You know what? I'm, I'm having the same experience with that that I had with Breaking Bad, where I watched the first few episodes, enjoyed it put it aside and and I'm going to have to wait until the hysteria forces me to watch it because I just feel like I missed it. Did you finish Breaking Bad? Yeah, it's oh, it's Breaking all Bad right, is so one of my, you have, either my you first been, or second favorite show of all time. All right. Well, you've been we're going to have to break these lists down between the two of us. No, we will, but you've right, and that book that you made me buy, the, <laughs> the TV was, rankings book, addictive. which I have. No, it's you good. Didn't read but it? um it's it's sitting right here on my shelf. I read parts of it. It's not a read book. It's no, a flip through book. Leave it in the bathroom. 
you read the whole right. You leave it in the bathroom, which is where you are, incidentally. But um, so um, no, no. Uh, Better Call Saul is a gift to you as a Breaking Bad fan. You should watch it. Watch it all the way through because more and more the elements of the. What are you flushing? What are you doing? The, the all right for our anybody still listening. Uh, if you're not watching Better Call Saul, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, I'll hey, get on that. He's he's a genius. And uh, uh, Orange is the New Black. Nope. New season. I uh, watched half of the last. I was watched the first season and got bored. I got bored in the last season. Yeah, my wife and I gave it up. We moved on. It's for us. This summer is going to be what it's. We're just waiting for Game of Thrones. That's really what it's all about. All right. You know what? You're dead weight. No, um, well, we've been babbling for half. Cutting his microphone, everybody. Um, I'm going to stay on for another 45 minutes or so, and kind of keep preaching wisdom. As uh, I'm just kidding, he's back. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the shuttle. Next week on the shuttle. Well, we should Miller. point out the fact that we are we are going to be going to a Yankee Red Sox game together in a few weeks. Oh, that's right. And perhaps giving live reports, not live reports, but let's uh, let's record some audio from Fenway because you haven't been in many years. uh, What is that? I think it's the end of June, right? Uh, June. uh, Yeah, uh, I'm the one who invited you and I forget. It's uh, a few weeks from now. Yeah, end of June. Traveling up to Boston, we'll be hitting a Red Sox Yankee game at Fenway together, but we'll have another session before that. Shipping up to Boston. Alexa, play shipping up to Boston. I bet you can do that. I'm shipping up to Boston by Dropkick Murphys. There we go. Oh, nicely done, Alexa. Thank you, Alexa. That's good playoff music. Wait, where'd she go? No, she she went away. Oh, you you said her name. All right. I know I did. hate that. Anyway, thank you for listening to the shuttle. Milt, any uh, final words of wisdom? We done? I think I'm good to go. I think I'm good to go. I'm going to go watch the uh, late night Yankee game. It's uh, Yankees-Angels tonight. Game two of that set. Maybe Let's just check up. in. Wait, wait, check the Boston score. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm watching it. Three, three. By the Ooh. way, Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts just made an unbelievable catch uh, down the corner in right field, and we're in extra innings here. It's in the tenth, uh, bottom of the tenth. Dustin Pedroia is about to hit a walk off game winner. And uh, Alexa, what's the score of the Yankee game? See if she knows what the score of the Yankee game is. Here. Right now, the Yankees are tied with the Angels, zero to zero at the bottom of the second. Tough wow. Battle. Tough battle. Nail biter there. <laughs> All right, well, I'm done. <laughs> well, uh, what, you, <laughs> you've been done for a while now. I have been. Yeah. I told How you. How do you like them apples? <laughs> All right. It's Mil- the noodles, do- man. The noodles are just coming up on me. They give you noodles? Right, we got noodles at ours. I didn't mention that. We got yeah. noodles. No. By the way, Dustin Pedroia just let off with a base hit. Red Sox about to walk off with a victory. I'm confident. I'm a confident Red Sox fan. Uh, Milt still gloating over the Yankees in first place. Congratulations for the moment. We'll get you up to Fenway and we'll show you what's what. Here comes Enjoy, the everybody. Here come the judge. <laughs> See you next week. Court is adjourned. See you next week on The Shuttle.
Sox have 